congratulations. congratulations. You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the Bay's number one, the Bay's number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Mason Wazwaz. I had a huge drink of coffee. I kind of died or something. Okay, Maysoon, here's the deal. Yeah, what's the deal today? We promised the listeners last week that we would commit to our Friday <laughs> We're really fucking schedule. up, listeners. It's now Saturday morning. We're already fucking up, uh-huh. but I'm going to put this out today. So oh, it's wow. actually okay, really even better down. than ever before because we're really on the minute okay, fast Kate, news reporting. Let's make one more commitment to the listeners to get it out by Friday. Okay. <laughs> Especially the listeners who've been donating. Yeah, we're sorry we're fucking around. Jim Prosser and Anonymous Anonymous. and all the donors who have given to us. Once again, let's thank Amy Ellingson again. Amy Ellingson, yay! For a beautiful donation, which we heartily, heartily thank you for. And if listeners want to donate, you can hit the donate button at congratulationspinetree.com. Dot com. But, Mason, we got an email in from Rob Wolf, who is telling us about an exhibition making its West Coast premiere at the Santa Cruz Museum of Art and History. Once again, I am amazed about the existence of the MAH. We gotta get down there. We have to, that's gotta be our next, maybe we can see what's happening at the lecture series and plan like a little lecture and museum day or something. This is the art of Hunter S. Thompson's political movement. It's called Freak Power. Mm -hmm. Hunter S. Thompson immortalized by the great Johnny Depp, a.k.a. Captain Jack Sparrow. Also just worth reading his, his books directly, probably. I mean, I, you don't think we should just be watching Pirates I of the Caribbean? I definitely don't think we should be watching Pirates of the Caribbean to think of Hunter S. Thompson. Tomorrow is the opening, fantastically, of Conrad Guevara, turns out, is opening uh, from 2 to 5 at Pied-a-Terre at 620 Kearney Street, and that is the second floor, and it's stairs only. That kind wow. of sucks. Nice. But that's in San Francisco. Where is that? Kearney and what? Of course, 620 Kearney is at the cross Downtown. street that everyone has heard of, but no one will admit to. California. California No, is it really? Street. No. Oh, I thought you Oh, no. I'm not allowed to it's click, It's between remember? Sacramento and Clay okay. Street, right over there by the Social Security Administration oh. office. Oh, not too far from Pl- Portsmouth Square. Oh, okay. So also close to Et Al, but Et Al's not open on Sunday. Darn it. Okay. I want to get to Eli's show and Conrad's show at the same time. And Kathy Lou show. And Kathy Lou show. I have Kathy not. Next Saturday, next Saturday, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Chinatown and see all the shows. And then on Saturday, April 30th at Slash is a performance called Towards a Black Testimony yes. with Languid Hands and Gabriel Christian. Mm-hmm. May soon Jack Fisher's oh got to show up. <laughs> Great. Also, SF Camera Work is having artist Amy Bobian's immersive exhibition Matter in the Hot House is opening on May okay. 12th so you have plenty of time to plan for Hey that. you know I haven't been over to the Headlands in a while and I think they have a spring open house. Yes but all the RSVP spots are well, taken. How is that? It's outside. It's not all outside but can't they can't we just go anyhow? No they're checking you and they're wrecking Damn. you. Damn okay well don't do that everyone. Or maybe I got the snoring dog next to me again. You Mason. could also you could just go to the Headlands on Sunday, April twenty fourth, and see if they have space for you. And if they don't, you could just go for a lovely walk outside. That's not a terrible day. Oh yeah, no, just being in the nature there is lovely. 
Hey, Southern Exposure has their big auction tonight. Yeah, they do. What's it called? Power On. Power On. I have work there. Are you going? Speaking of me and focusing on me 110%. Go ahead. Tell us more. I have a performance thing I'm doing at Recology. With Jeremy Rourke and Mansoor, right? If you want to be in my actual presence, you should RSVP. It's free. You don't have to pay a damn red cent okay but they're probably gonna have limited right limited numbers yeah but you do have to rsvp so you has it been announced yet over has it there. been announced yet are you like you know i'll put a link what in. i'm saying I'll is, put are a you link letting in. us it's know? been announced a million oh, times it's hell. next week oh, friday april 29th from seven why didn't you tell us sooner I'll put it's a probably link already in the sold underworld. out no it's not sold out okay, i don't put a link in underworld. i have to say i've been against all sorts of total annihilation kate has been very put this together yeah, kate has been like pretty anti lots of this things is lately. my last this is my last public appearance for the rest Why of are my you life having such an anti so moment? if you want to see me do whatever weird thing that i pass off as a performance this is just your stress this talking is your right? final this is your, this is your anxiety this is the final shot this is your anxiety taking over at this moment no this is it i said i was never going to do any of this kind of thing Why? again for the rest of existence Why? and i have turned a lot of things you did down a box i got derby. mocha i got johanna burton from mocha <laughs> knocking my door down i've got you know documenta is asking me we to have a good friend year. mike Orsega ask us to do stuff and you're like hell no remember knocking things yep. down left and right yep. this one over here yeah i say no to public appearances but i had deborah monk from recology ask me face to face over the phone <laughs> and she was like can you do this and i said for you i'll say yes and so this but you're is like it, people but don't this is the last ask chance me again <laughs> that's right. well she never would after this one oh, i'm she's sure like, she'll make that Kate, choice on her Kate's, uh, are you on like the no list now you've, you've burned her i'm on the no fly list <laughs> no fly list for recology yep um and also there's uh mansur narula and jeremy rourke are also doing some kind of live oh, right. activities during this <laughs> i know you just want to talk about yourself but one. that's okay i can bring so, that up <laughs> If you, uh, (laughs) even if you don't want to see me struggle, there's two actually good artists also presenting that night. And they have like some super interactive situation going on, right? They're doing all kinds. There's music and expanded cinema and God knows what. Damn. Sounds good. Okay, great. So that's next Friday, April 29th. Get on out to Recology, our favorite dump, our favorite place for art the dump our favorite dump for art and trash can i say that no our favorite dump for art is going to be recology's new tagline for me <laughs> okay great. um hey hey so i thought premier junior was closing and then i got an email saying no, this is their last year uh, oh last year not last show okay got it so they have a <clears throat> thank god for that because i'd like to get out there more no it's tomorrow opening reception for lisa ribovich crowley uh, stepping out. It's uh, Sunday, Sunday, April 24th, April 24th. From 1 to 3 p.m. And that is on the southwest corner of 7th and Irving. It's a tiny little billboard up there in the air. And it's really worth looking for and finding and hanging out with And there's going to be pizza. Oh, your favorite. Pizza and Last saxophones. Last time there was a DJ. Oh, that's funny. This is, that's it's named after that. I don't remember who Joe Jackson is. Stepping out by Joe Jackson, 1982. 
Maysoon, I got a fucking dog snoring loud as a freight train over here. Why don't we do a little extra recording? This is our this is our meditation um, podcast where you will meditate for one minute to the sound of a sweet pup snoring. Maybe thirty seconds. I accidentally touched him with the microphone and it kind of woke him up. Oh damn you! <laughs> We're supposed I'm to be getting, collecting field recordings. I know. I'm very sorry. Um, the other, sh- I'm super excited about Genevieve Quick's um, performance coming up at McAvoy next Saturday, April 30th. I believe it's called Hello World, and it will be full of mu- new musical instruments and amazing costumes. And it takes place on her make believe world called Planet Celadon, and it's going to be amazing. Julia Bryan Wilson. <laughs> Yeah. Curated a show, the most all-encompassing retrospective of the work of Louise Nevelson. Oh, nice. Where is that? In motherfucking Venice, Italy. Oh, for the Biennale. Say a happy congratulations to Julia Bryan Wilson. I'd like to give a shout out to Julia Bryan Wilson for this incredible opportunity. I kind of forgot about like the big art world for a minute, and now I'm reminded <clears throat> of it. There's a lot of big stuff happening right now. There's like, well, first of all, there's obviously there's the Whitney Biennial. Then there's the Venice Biennial and Documenta. And is it the... Well, I knew Documenta because they did ask me to headline it this year. (sighs) And there's another one in Germany. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the German Biennial? No, probably not. Berlin? Isn't Documenta in Germany? It's in Kassel. Yeah, yeah. But this, I think there's like a Berlin Biennial or something also. I don't know. Anyhow, I know a number of people who are will be traveling to Europe this this summer to attend all of those events, and that sounds so fucking fun to me. I want to go. It's really it's rarely time like this. Let's take a boat. Let's take a boat, people. We need to get real about boat travel. Oh, boat! We need to. Everybody needs to be able to sail in a tall ship. I thought you said let's take a boat, and I was like, I am not voting more than I need to this fucking year. Okay, it's <laughs> like five Wait, boating or voting. Voting v. With a V. I thought that's what you said. I was like, let's take a vote. I was like, no. As in exercising your rights in a democracy? Yeah, exactly. Not traveling by water in a vessel? Um, Jimbo took me out on a boat for my birthday in San Diego. That was awesome. I love boats. Well, we got to get on it. We got to learn how to tie all the in different fact, knots. Here's the deal. I think boats are cheaper than houses. <laughs> And I was oh, like, yeah, for sure. I was like, Jimbo, maybe we should just fucking buy a boat and fuck this housing market bullshit nonsense. What do you think? Yeah, get a houseboat. Although, no, get um, like a, art, a little yacht or something. Bay Area <clears throat> Art World luminaries, Will Rogan and mm-hmm. Lauren McKeon, they had a houseboat. And I remember them talking about how their eyeballs would get sunburnt from the sun reflecting off the water. That's because they, really? Inside? You got to be very careful Damn. with your sun activity. That's intense. You got to wear sunglasses and sunscreen all day, every day. I think I'd probably try to have like those 50% shades, you know, so that sun came in, but not direct sun. You got to get a mister that's misting yeah, sunscreen. That sounds perfect. Oh, sunscreen? I want to get, okay, in, I can't. There's a town, and I believe in Italy, that's known for its perfume. And in the town, it's a small little like hillside town. Maybe it's France. Actually, it's France. They have <laughs> they have these little like tubes suspended in the air along the streets, the walk the streets, and occasionally uh-huh. they mist perfume. Uh, Isn't that's that interesting. crazy? It's it's kind of amazing. 
actually. But I really oh. was charmed by this. And maybe it's because I was on vacation. And on vacation, I'm less of a fucking asshole. Truth. Very much truthful. Um, and I loved it. So anyhow, it made me think, like, maybe I could set up a misting situation inside the houseboat where it doesn't miss perfume. It just mists some water, like, for keeping things cool. Except for it's not like it's hot in the Bay Area. Okay, I've got to rethink the whole thing. That means we're probably the move to the summer. Move to places where we've got to rethink this whole thing now. God damn it. Listeners, if you have any thoughts on misting or what should be misted from above, you let us know. Yes. Give us a call. 419-351-6606. You can also text that number. Or you can email us, congratulationspinetree at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us. At Pine Tree Podcast. Well, I've been spending a lot of time near San Jose City Hall. Oh, have you just been going to the library has, nonstop? Well, it is near the library, but it's where my the Rapid 500 bus that I take from BART oh, yeah. to San Jose for State class. for my class. Yeah. Um, it's where they drop off. So I'm seeing the fucking San Jose Civic Plaza all the time Mm -hmm. and they have some very interesting architectural features there and i'd like to discuss them with you now okay please do first off if you've ever seen it the building looks like r2d2 oh it's got a great big huge dome on top it's got a weird normal building but that's not that normal Mm -hmm. and then in front of that is this weird kind of domed tower thing it's a short tower I think it's about seven stories Wait, so there's tall. a big dome, and then in front of the big dome, there's a, a little dome tower? Well, there's like a normal office building-looking building, but then in front of it is a R2-D2. Okay. okay. It's a freestanding rotunda. Okay. Okay, that kind of resembles a planetarium. Oh, that sounds quite large. It is a 100 feet in diameter oh, that's large. structure. Okay. And it has a glass curtain wall supported by tension cables and structural steel beams. The whole thing wall. is like a lot of steel, a lot of gray metal, you mm-hmm. know, silver metal. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a mess, <clears throat> I have to say. Is there anything about it? Like, does it rotate? Does it do anything? Is it just static? It looks it like it there. could rotate. I mean, that'd be kind of well, cute. Well, see, then there's more to it. First off, I do want to let you know that it is LEED Platinum certified. Oh, that's great. As all buildings should be in the Bay Area Indeed. if you're making new buildings. Okay, but here's the deal. In front of this building, okay, facing Santa Clara Street, is a massive installation by Anna Merch and Doug Hollis. It's called Waterscape. Remember Anna Merch I taught do. at Mills? Yeah, I yeah, absolutely remember her. Yeah. Um, and so there's this intense... This fits into our conversation because there's giant misters. Oh. That come yeah. out of the ground or that are like, where, where does the mist come from? Basically, the piece is called Waterscape. And so there's like a cascading fountain made of granite slabs and boulders Okay. So there's like a weird gushing gushing fountains where water's kind of running over this this like stonework. Okay. And it kinda looks like the banks of a river. I mean, it seems like it's referencing that kind of. But then there's these big metal fucking (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) There's these giant metal posts. I don't know. It's like got 
poles that spray mist onto the plaza to simulate fog and to cool the plaza. But I got to tell you, because of the R2-D2 and then the building behind the R2-D2, which all has this, like, intense steel, like, lattice work. It's a lot of, like, lines, Hmm. you know, in space. And then you have these misting poles, which are also lines, all metal lines. It's a lot of lines. I'm looking at a picture of the fountain, and I kind of like the way the stone has, like, a rippling water effect. Yeah, the way it's cut. Yeah, it kind of looks like ripples, yeah. and then there's those big boulders. But I'm like, man, you could slip badly there. Yeah, I mean, I assume a lot of wet I assume sliding. kids, like, are running on that all the time, right? I mean... I haven't seen it personally, for the most part. When I'm there, it's a lot of just commuters waiting for the bus. Okay, so you're not necessarily in there with your bathing suit on. Yeah, but maybe on a hot, maybe when it gets yeah, hot. because it gets hot as fuck down there, doesn't it? So let's check in with research assistant Katie Kondo, born and raised in San Jose. Katie! <laughs> Make sure you keep that one. You know the Anna Merch sculpture in front of San Jose Town Hall? Do kids play in the water in the summertime? <clears throat> I have no idea. She says she has no idea. <laughs> She's like, fuck off. <laughs> but it's been there for years and years, Kathy. There aren't a lot of kids. There aren't a lot of kids in that There's area. There's not a lot of kids. I don't think there are a lot of kids hanging. In I mean, if there are kids hanging out and playing in a fountain in downtown San Jose, it's in the middle of the park, not in front of City Hall. The park with the Quetzalcoatl st- statue? Oh, okay. Got it. Well, people aren't there <laughs> may soon to hang out and play there. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Hi. I think I accidentally hit okay, a button. Either. Oh, okay. Shit, what am I doing? So, may soon ah. people aren't, kids aren't, oh, my God. I accidentally hung up on May soon twice. <laughs> okay. For some reason, <clears throat> for some reason, I was merging you with a call for. I was like calling Julia Goodman and trying to merge our calls, which I don't. Oh, I didn't no. mean to. So I had to hung up. Hang up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyhow, point is, there's no kids. There's just people waiting for the bus. But wait, I have more. One more layer of madness on this whole little complex. There is it actually misting okay. though, or is it just like? spurts of water flying up into the air like are they intentionally yeah, trying to create mist i haven't seen it when it's on oh, oh i haven't seen it when the misters are well, going kate can you do more reconnaissance next time <laughs> well but i don't think it's on at oh, this time of year i see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i'll tell you what is on yes, tell us. a tof led lights right in front of that so you got r2d2 oh my god it's way too and much going on sculpture then now they've just recently put in this um a long tunnel it's not it's um hoops big hoops that you could walk like four people through okay but there's a long line of them so when you look at it from a frontal view it looks like a tunnel of undulating lights okay Okay, and so I'm often waiting for the bus at night, and this tunnel is going, and there's music coming from somewhere. Wow. And people can walk through this tunnel, and there's a lot. When I last I was there, it was a lot of yellow and blue, and I couldn't tell if it was for Ukraine or if it was for oh, the Warriors. Definitely, yeah. Oh, good one. That's a good one. That's actually quite complicated, quite confusing. I'm going to keep talking. Well, you know, the R2-D2 structure is really bizarre i am looking at it it kind of looks like a metal trash can a little bit like a, a like a super sized metal trash can kate where the hell are you <laughs> can't you hear me wait you can hear me i can yes oh okay 
What happened? God, I think it's because my headphones, because my wireless headphones aren't working. Okay, and that leads us to our new, <laughs> our new segment: mid-year okay. predictions. Okay, we had a lot of technical issues, but okay, May soon. Yes, let's get into predictions. We got for our mid-year the, predictions. The last. Coming. Mm-hmm. What do we got here? The last two thirds of 2022. Okay, well, I really think wires are coming back. <clears throat> Everyone's wires are never been coming into back. wireless this, wireless that. My earbuds are wireless. Wah, wah, boo, boo, wah. Whenever, <laughs> <laughs> whenever someone uses a fucking wired thing or wireless thing, it doesn't fucking work. So guess what? It does. Wires are it coming back. Work. You have been disconnected for half this fucking call. Well, that's just because my headphones <laughs> battery died. Right. Doesn't work. Just doesn't work. It's not as oh reliable. My God. Batteries as what I'm equal do work. Batteries are terrible. Batteries are going. <laughs> okay, my prediction is, oh God, I don't know. Everything's looking so bad right oh. now. It's hard to make any okay. fun predictions. Okay, anything with neon light tubes? Mm, lights are definitely in the mix. You know what I think is coming back? What? Oh, I don't know. Trees, trees are coming back. That's for damn sure. I had a lot of strong thoughts on what's coming back or not, and now I can't remember any of them. <laughs> the fleeting, fleeting yeah. long-term memory is hopefully coming back. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, Mason, remember a few episodes ago when I was shit talking art about global warming that it's like trying to put out a forest fire with your like Nalgene canteen <laughs> with your plastic bottle about that uh-huh. yeah um and then i was like <laughs> if somebody really wanted to do something real they could like strip all the lead paint out of a thing okay well that's been haunting me because getting rid of lead paint doesn't do shit for global warming <laughs> oh but it might do shit for I- a, a local community Right, yeah. I mean, not that it... I mean, obviously, it still needs to happen, but it's not going to reduce, like, greenhouse right. gas emissions. It's maybe more small-scale, like, get people to be more healthy and less impacted well, by lead a, paint. Well, yeah, and then it's maybe a pollution issue, but it's yeah. not a global warming issue. Well, it's just too... It's a very small part of it, don't you think? Pollution is a global well, warming issue. It's just... Well, no, only. I mean, lead paint... Having lead paint doesn't add carb carbon emit or like greenhouse gas emissions into the air right okay so it's not contributing to global warming okay it's still a good thing to it's do get rid of lead paint yeah 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 get it out of those but pipes it's not get it out of the water supply address global warming yeah that's all i've just been i know that the listeners have been really really um grinding their gears about that one so <laughs> have you gotten any feedback about that one no, no one ever gives a shit about anything. <laughs> All anyone wants to talk about is why tall men are sexy. Oh my god, have we gotten any more feedback around that? I got a lot on Instagram. You did? Oh, cool. Yeah, actually one person because there were a few people talking about having um talking about like gender identity basically that like being the smaller person makes a straight woman feel more feminine mm-hmm. and i just think i never thought about straight cis women and the need for gender affirmation hmm. B- you know because i feel like cis people are just as much involved in like gender all the different needs for 
for gender identity affirmation, but it's not, I don't think about it very much. Right. But straight cis people are very invested in gender. Sure. Well, yeah, of course they are. They seem to be the most invested in gender. Okay, this listener's writing in and they're saying, okay, they start off with a long thing thanking for the show, which I'm not going to read because it feels too self-congratulatory. Okay. (laughs) Okay, listener says, I work with a lot of fluorescent paint and glow-in-the-dark paint, paints whose archival properties I'm worried about. Is all my work going to look bad in 20 years? (sighs) Should I even care? Wow. What do you think? I have absolutely no idea how those paints differ from, like, your regular oil oil paints or whatever. Do you? Do you have any idea? Yeah, this is probably acrylic paint, but yeah. it's just got all these wild, wacky stuff going on. Um, My initial thought I is don't that know. It's, it I sounds think about very that toxic too, to me, honestly, but I don't really know if it is. Wait, what? It, all pain is toxic, Mason. No you got to stop eating it. No. Stop eating now! <laughs> I'm not eating it. I just mean in general. Okay. Don't put it on your lips. I guess you could you could paint with like more natural. Is, aren't there natural? Are there are they coming up with like a new line of like organic natural paints, <laughs> less toxic? Well, do they have that? Even like egg tempera has pigment in it, and pigment you don't want to consume. No, I'm not talking about eating. I'm just talking about we're talking in, in general in general for our earth, right? Like, is there a less a more sustainable paint out there? Sorry, this is really getting off the listener's um, question, but now I'm I'm on another tangent, out, of course. That's a great um, point on Earth Day here, our most beloved holiday. <laughs> yeah. um, I think in, I think you kind of want to, if you're really concerned about sustainability and stuff like that, maybe stay away from paint. Or maybe just use the pigments directly without... No, because the, the pigments, they have to mine those, and that mm. mining is bad for the Earth. Hmm. I guess you could just use try to find like natural materials in your backyard and see what comes of it. That sounds yeah, really difficult. Yeah, work with whatever you can find on the ground. That's the most sustainable. <laughs> I mean, we have lots of different. Okay, no, no, let's not get it. I was going to start talking about bodily fluids. But let's and also, that. like working with pigments, like people that create, you know, mix up their own paints from pigments and linseed oil, whatever you're using. Yeah. Like that, you got to be very safe about that because having all that particulate matter. Well, there's all sorts of plants that have like natural dyeing material qualities. I imagine you could sort of try to do stuff with that. Anyhow, just things to think about here on this Earth Day weekend. And back to our listener's question. Do you have, I mean, you're the painter in the group. Do you have any advice for that person and the around the archiving of fluorescent and what was the other one? Fluorescent colors? Glow, glow in, the, in dark. the dark. I loved glow in the dark paint when I was a kid. Damn. Um, I, I don't know. I just also am concerned about that. I have a painter friend who was just talking about all the hot pink. It seems like hot pink has been, like fluorescent hot pink yeah. has been everywhere lately, oh, it feels like. Okay. And um, I don't know. I've definitely seen work that is old <laughs> that kind of loses has, its luster. Oh, uh-huh. And so I don't know. I don't know about that one. Uh, I really don't. I mean, are you a, are maybe you an this art is conservator? Where... Can you call us in and let us know what you think about this? I'm going to ask some people that I know who are conservators. Yeah, say what's going on with all this fluorescent, all the fluorescent colors. Is this going to be a recipe for disaster in 20 years when everything's going to look like <laughs> everything's gray? You know, gray, Easter. pinkish gray. 
<laughs> yeah, it's going to look pastel chalky. Yeah, really, really um, not the same vibe for sure. Um, I, I know when I worked at the, this is not exactly on target of what we're talking we're about. We're struggling what, a little bit, right, writer, so just bear with us here. Um, when I worked at the Oakland Museum, we went and looked at the, um, the like storage of all the artwork that's not on display. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And there was this massive acrylic sculpture, you know, wow. and so acrylic is like, you know, basically plastic, like clear plastic. And, um, and this piece had been, uh, out displayed outdoors mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be just clear, like glass, Right. And this thing was yellow to the gills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> from the sun and whatever else. And, man, it was... Was it also I think kind it of, like, kind foggy? Of, was it still clear or was it just, like, a bit of... Nah, it was looking nar-nar, like somebody yeah. had just been, like, smoking cigarettes inside it for 30 years. Yeah. Um, a lot of this, like, polymers and, you know, chemical stuff, it, it's seems like we're really diving in i mean and that thing was from the 70s yeah not even that long ago um in the scheme of things we're really diving into these media all the more but maybe that's the point maybe it's about now it's not about the future oh Oh, okay that's gonna be my advice to the listener listener look if you want to be making shit with hot pink and glow in the dark and whatever the fuck it sounds like you're here for the feelings of now (laughs) and who cares what the future brings you know let's get into accelerationism that's a great message on earth day weekend (laughs) yeah who gives a (laughs) shit smoke them while you got them Yep. Oh, God. Say the people with no children in their lives. Or See, no children. Now I'm fired from recology. You're kind of fired. I think you're fired. No, guys. You're fired Reduce, for like reuse, recycle. It's Earth Day. We got to get Ed Bagley Jr. style in this world. You know, Ed Bagley Jr. only produces one shoebox of waste per month. Oh, really? He's what? going full Wait, on. He's got guy? solar panels. He's an actor. Oh, okay. Well, he probably, you probably also know has him like from such shows tons as of money um, to do what he wants with it. All the Christopher Guest movies. Mm-hmm. He was in um, Arrested Development. Okay, I know that show. Uh, I think he was on Mod or something. One of those old shows. Oh. He's been acting forever. Ed Begley Jr. Oh, I see. He's him. a tall blonde I like man. That guy. He's got a really friendly face. Yeah, and he's very serious about sustainability and reducing yeah. his carbon footprint. His Wikipedia calls him an American actor and environmental activist in the same sentence. It's all pretty grim. I was listening <sighs> to grim. Uninhabitable Earth, the book on tape with my mom. Oh, sweet. That's a nice thing. And it is nar-nar. We're headed for dark days ahead. It is incredibly nar-nar. <laughs> yep. yep. But we can still fix it, soon. Okay, great. Let's do okay, it. Okay, everyone. I mean, Number one, don't eat meat. Number two, don't drive. Number three, don't fly in a plane. Number four, all the CEOs of oil and natural say, gas like, companies. When do the corporations come into your, your list? Because yeah. I feel like that's number, number one, Number five, actually. we need to dismantle <clears throat> the U.S. military. It is one of the biggest... Um, greenhouse gas emitters on earth is the u.s military wow yeah of course um number seven six is that seven six number six <laughs> i think those are pretty good let's not overwhelm listeners let's just give them the top or should we give them some some like a little bit easier things they can work on 
Number eight, plant a tree. <laughs> Make sure it's one of those good trees, though, because there's bad trees. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, give all the land back to the indigenous people of your area. Number nine. <laughs> What do you got? That was number nine and ten and eight. Can you please stop watering your sidewalk? We're in a fucking drought. I don't know who you are. Just stop doing that. It's not, you do not need to water your sidewalk. You can take your broom out and you can just sweep the fucking leaf in the crack of the sidewalk to the street. Okay, well, May soon I'm going to be not watering from the bridge. Yeah, me too, to the other bridge, on the other bridge. to the island in between. This has been Congratulations, Congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. Tree.